Welcome to the Teachers Podcast in association with Classroom Secrets, the podcast that's here to help teachers. Whether it's discussing the latest issues in education or sharing top tips for use in the classroom, if you work in education or want to know more about the sector, then this is the podcast for you. Now, please welcome your host, former teacher, life work balance advocate and successful business owner, Claire Riley. So this is the final episode of the Teachers Podcast for season two. Yesterday, I launched my brand new second podcast, the Education Business Podcast. So one of my passions is to help other entrepreneurs in the education space grow their businesses as well. And I would just love it if you could support the launch. And there could be a MacBook in it for you because there's a competition going on. So just go to educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash competition. So I'm going to be back with new episodes on the Teachers Podcast for Season 3 in September. So in the meantime, don't forget to go back and listen to all the episodes in Seasons 1 and 2. There's over 80 episodes now. And some of my more well-known guests include Lee Parkinson, Jane Considine and Alistair Bryce Clegg. So get those listened to. So in this episode, I interviewed Grace Francis all about using drama in the classroom. So with a background as an actress, Grace is the founder of Dramed. It's an award-winning company that's led thousands of children through creative ventures for schools, nurseries and events since Dramed's beginning back in 2015. So Dramed educators have delivered over a thousand classes that explore concepts in literacy, maths, history and sport through performing arts. So in 2020, Grace was a finalist in the Inspire Women of the Year Awards and won the Women of the Future Awards for being an entrepreneur leading positive social action. So this year, 2021, Dramed is a music and drama finalist for excellence in early years and primary education. So she's got a lot of knowledge. Let's get to the interview. So Grace, thank you so much for joining me on the Teachers Podcast today. Thank you so much, Claire, for having me. It's really lovely to be here. So it's nice for us to actually see each other face to face because, you know, we've been talking to each other on Clubhouse for quite a bit. Um, And I do talk now on the on the podcast a lot about how I'm on Clubhouse. I don't know how many teachers have actually taken um, me up on the offer to to, to follow because it's um, it's growing. But I'm hoping more teachers will join us soon. So it's lovely to have somebody that I've met on Clubhouse here. Absolutely. And I'm really enjoying you listening to you on Clubhouse. So it's great to be here. Thank you. So, right, let's get on with um, finding out about what you do then. So, so how would you describe drama to a teacher that has never thought about the connection between performing arts and other aspects of the curriculum before then? Okay, so Dramed is a creative education company and we're really passionate about enriching the learning that takes place in schools through high quality arts. So it's bringing the performing arts into the curriculum and bringing learning to life and making the topics that children are learning an experience through drama, music and dance. So can you give me some examples then of different topics that you do cover? So we might get an inquiry for the Victorians or for um, our recent one was Year 6 Transition Workshop, um, something around Black History Month, any different topic that the teachers want to um, just explore more in the classroom, we we will literally see what we can do with drama to bring it to life. I feel like I've repeated myself there, but yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. And I think, do you know, 
we we forget the power of of drama don't they and and I know people who have listened to the podcast for a while will know that my background's in performing arts as well and that's kind of you know the connection we first had on Clubhouse but when you think about it I mean when I watch um TV which is not that often to be honest like I don't have real channels because because you have to pay to get them here because you're in I don't know it's the network connection or something so I've got Netflix and I've got Prime and I most of the things I watch are actually historically set um and we forget that a lot of the real drama that's out there you know the professional drama is actually based in history or different topics and then we forget sometimes I think to bring that into the classroom so that we can explore these different topics on a on a new level absolutely but also I think that we um forget just how much we use drama or role play should I say in everyday life like to prepare ourselves for um certain decisions or certain challenges or a new job or a new role role playing that out in our day-to-day life even as grown-ups and building our confidence and the public speaking and everything that performing arts brings is just necessary Mm. for children so I feel like what I do is not separating performing arts as like a standalone topic even though it's really good for that it's using the elements of what performing arts can do for children the benefits of performing arts bringing that into the classroom and yeah um, integrating it into the curriculum where possible yeah it's interesting we're having this conversation it just reminds me of um when I was in key stage two actually and um so I had a friend who was really into horses and, and I wasn't so much but we always ended up playing horses all the time um and I remember I think probably getting into um to GCSEs and I chose drama as an option and thinking back to that time actually and thinking well I've done this all my life um you know we call it playing Mm -hmm. actually a lot of the playing that we do is especially I suppose when we're um well I suppose you could say it's all the way through because my four-year-old does it all the time um you know she's always pretending to be a frog or a rabbit or or a cat there's a lot of cats um and and even my two-year-old you know pretending to make things in the kitchen we we do this throughout our everyday lives so I think you're absolutely right with that really important yeah it's it's literally just like testing out situations what would happen if I do this and and playing that out or what happens if it goes this way and playing that out it's just building on that with children that's like what I feel like we do with dramas and I'm really um, passionate about enriching children from their earliest years. So I specialise in um, preschools and under fives, but a lot of our artists and performers do really well in other key stages. So I love that then. I love that what you said about trying, trying it out and testing it out. And I suppose with that, you're building confidence, aren't you? Because you you're saying you can you can try this out you don't have to be successful that can fail because it's just a test yes um you know testing out a conversation using new language yeah super I love how that conversation went on a tangent because we just had a really <laughs> lovely chat so <laughs> I'm gonna bring it back so okay um, next question I've got for you then but thank you um so why is it important then to have a performing arts provision in schools Performing arts develops a range of skills in children 
Um, it encourages their development of creative problem solving skills. It improves their language and social skills. It fosters their decision making, their risk taking and inventiveness. Um, it boosts their critical thinking. There's, there's all of those, but increasing confidence. It's a subject that has a lot of benefits for um, a holistic a holistic approach to, to to living life yeah no I think you're right just just listening to you then I was thinking it is practicing living life isn't it what we were talking before about um how we're testing things out it's practice for living life um yes. so I suppose you could say it's quite an important life skill and at the end of the day whether we put it in place or not children are going to use it because that's how they play and we're still going to use it as we as we grow up so yes we can and we can tap into that as a tool can't we we absolutely can and there has been research and studies that show that there's a correlation between um education and the arts and the increased achievement of social development in students and um those who are more like economically disadvantaged being able to benefit from them from it the most as well so i just think it gives children across the board like a fairer chance Mm. Yeah, and I think, you know, I would have um, appreciated if if it was more present in my primary school, because that was something that I did outside of primary school, because I loved it. Yes. You kind of want to know that you're achieving, don't you? Yeah. So why are you so passionate then about performing arts in schools? Going back to what you just said in your last question, I um, didn't have access to performing arts outside of school. The only place that I could access performing arts was in school. Um, I've started to share quite, I've started to recently share that when we talk about childhood UK poverty, I knew, I know what that that is because that was my experience growing up. Mm. So um, yeah, there's something around, again, disadvantaged students. I don't think the performing arts is necessary in school just for those students, but I also feel like it should be in the curriculum somewhere for children, for all children to be able to access, regardless of their background. Yeah, yeah, it is important. And I think it's, you know, I mean, when I say that I did it as a child, actually, my mum taught the lessons (laughs) Um, and I just did dance and do anything else. but it is really beneficial, isn't it? I suppose going forward as well, there are more options for people to be able to be using, um, you know, free um, resources maybe online as well, which is which is helpful. But then you need to know that you enjoy it first and you need to be exposed to that experience, don't you? Yes, definitely. Um, so, yeah, that was why, I mean, my whole childhood experience and the access that I did have to the art, which, which was amazing. I had amazing teachers in school. I had amazing drama teachers in high school, I can remember. And just in like primary school, things like the choir in primary school or, um, you know, our, our little theatre projects that we'd have in, 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 in primary school. Those are my fondest memories and really helped me kind of navigate my childhood. Um, I went on to be a professional performing artist in the sense that I went on to um, do acting on stage and the theatre. But yeah, like bringing it back to, again, how I started, it was just kind of like I fell into it because I was a performing artist at the time. 
I was also a mother at the time, I decided, well, I got invited to um, bring what I do into, into a nursery and into my son's school. And it was there where we realised that we learned that there was a lot of um, benefits to the children kind of just having a short session around whatever topic that, that they were learning. So that's how my passion yeah, there's just, I mean, it's, it's, it's an ever evolving passion talk with children. I didn't know that that was the road that I was going to go down. But when I see the results, that's, that's how I got here. It definitely makes a big difference, I think, to experience things. And that's, that's why we take children on school trips, isn't it? That's why we visit castles and things like that, because it gives us a taste of what it might have been like to, you know, live in that castle. And I suppose everything that you see, hopefully you commit some of those things to memory, um, the way the cups looked, the way the way that um, the table was set out, all these kind of things, and it's a similar thing, isn't it? Yeah. You know how people spoke to each other, what what they were worried about. Um, you know, was it uh, you know a mother trying to get five kids ready, then going to um, an office job? Probably not. You know, if we're talking about in the past, it was very different, and so I suppose different from what they're seeing at home. So I do think the um, the experience element is is massive in helping children understand but also remember the learning yeah absolutely because we remember stories um and that's pretty much what we're doing we're turning we're, we're turning what they're learning into a story into something memorable and also there's you know that old age saying of like you learn by doing and I th- that's what we bring in through the arts as well let's let's do this let's let's actually yeah let's do it let's let's bring it to life let's act it out what do we learn mm-hmm. from that yeah I love that okay so if um if a teacher's listening now and they're going into the classroom mm-hmm. what three ideas can you give them really actionable steps that they could try out with their children using performing arts that's going to enhance the learning so I don't I think don't overcomplicate it right I think everyone has got this you have absolutely got this so I would start by um, recognizing that it can be integrated into whatever's going on in the classroom Um, you could literally you know pick up a storybook and just play out a short scene Um, you know encourage the children to stand up and role play out but that's only going to work if you're confident as the teacher to do that yourself so stand up and take on a role and not be afraid of looking silly mm. and playing with variation. Um, um, just doing something that you just stepping out of your comfort zone show as a teacher that you can step out of your comfort zone and become someone else. Give it a go. Not be afraid of getting it wrong and then be open to having a conversation around that with the children in your classroom. Yeah, I love that. Any more? Um, so the um, next action step that I would recommend is finding a there's loads of amazing resources out there for like drama games mm-hmm. um, so a nice drama game book um, which I mean you can just literally google drama games for your age group and you'll find you will find a book or, or you'll find it on the internet games for your age group that you're working with and testing that out that's that's the second action step that I would say um and again it's not all about drama drama we're thinking about music and and dance as well um 
yeah, ask the children what they enjoy, find out what they are watching, what they're listening to at the moment. Again, I'm really, I'm really big on, um, in, you know, as I said, integrating it into the curriculum. Um, But like, we've been having conversations recently around, you know, the the whole idea of the Batman effect. I don't know if you're familiar with that. Are you familiar with the Batman effect? No, no. So it's basically that children, child, children feel like they can do anything if they are pretending to be their superhero. And it was just like a study that was, that was done. Whereas if a when a child was given a task to do, um, he didn't perform so well until he was told to pretend that he was doing it like Batman mm-hmm. so tuning in to what the children are into um who their favorite superheroes are of this time it could be Paw Patrol for example um yes. yeah and and saying okay well let's pretend to be you know whatever character and how are we going to do that if we were this mm-hmm. character for example just just bringing those simple tools into the classroom yeah I, I like that I mean I think as a teacher especially if you're a parent as well um you probably think nothing worse than bringing Paw Patrol in because you know it's like pulling teeth but mm-hmm. it's on the house a lot but I guess really children probably don't even know what they're um what they're observing when they're watching Paw Patrol and you know the fearlessness or mm. determination but I bet if they were to play out what they thought subconsciously, they would be playing out fearlessness and determination, but they probably just can't describe those words at that age. Yes, definitely. That's a really good idea. Right. Okay then. So how can everyone find out more about you? How can we sign up to what you're doing? So you can head over to our website. It's www.dramed.com um where you will find all information about how we work with children in nurseries and how we work with children in schools and we also do parent and child classes as well so you can find all that information on our website if you're interested in seeing how we would bring a particular topic that you're working on to life you can drop us an email and we will send you a complimentary proposal we work with a lot of amazing performers who are experienced with teaching children and have the same values as us so um we give them the artistic license to come up with their ideas and they often really enjoy doing that they come up with an idea for a for a particular workshop and send it over to us and we'll send that back on to you um so yes and you can find us on twitter i'm not very active on twitter probably the, the, the social media platform that i'm most active on is instagram super and we'll make sure that all those links are in the show notes as well so instagram your twitter uh, how to get on the mailing list and also how to um how to find out what a workshop could look like yes absolutely great super well it's been lovely to chat to you and if you want to hear more from me or grace then you need to get yourself on clubhouse because that's where we hang out yes i haven't been on clubhouse for a while you're really active on it at the moment yes i'm trying to do every morning because in fact i should probably just mention it just now but i will i will do it in the lead in lead out is that i am launching a new podcast on the 10th of may the education business podcast and so i am on clubhouse every morning probably until after that amazing okay 
Well, not I the know. weekends though i have the no. weekends off yeah. just seven till seven thirty. so if anyone wants to join me find out about education business then please do so yeah. thanks for that for giving me a prompt to plug <laughs> on my own podcast for my other podcast so thank you grace it's been really lovely thank you i'll see you on clubhouse thank you <laughs> take care so you may know this already but i absolutely love performing arts i spent five years after leaving school studying performing arts before I went to do my teacher training and the more that I learn especially through the teachers podcast about education and play and how children learn the more I wish that I'd have embraced the techniques and skills that I already had to create drama-led lessons in the primary classroom so I thought that this was a great chat to have near the end of the year where maybe we can spend a little bit more time in July testing out some of our ideas So I really hope that you have a wonderful end to the term and a wonderful summer as well. Go listen to the Education Business Podcast. If you want to enter the competition, then make sure that you go to educationbusinessclub.co.uk forward slash competition. And over the next few months, don't forget to go back and listen to over 80 episodes and write me a lovely review. And I'm going to see you in September. Thanks so much for listening. Thank you for listening. The Teachers Podcast is in association with Classroom Secrets provider of high quality and affordable teaching resources that children love and teachers trust. To find out more, visit classroomsecrets.co.uk.